Attend while in high school. Jumpstart your career. Your high tech training starts here. Van Buren Tech, your career, your future, your life. The Breakfast Club on WCSY FM South Haven is paid for by Enterprises LLC. Welcome to The Breakfast Club on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good every Friday morning as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant ways to experience hope. Teresa Getman, Rosalie Placati, and Paul Leyendecker are your hosts on Cozy and the podcast at WCSY.com. The Breakfast Club is sponsored by... Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. Now, today's Breakfast Club on Cozy. You know, the new year is a time of renewal, new beginnings, new starts, and different things. We've talked about that. As we're just into 23, we're chatting with guests that have good things going and are making them even better. I think you'll see what we mean as Rosalie introduces our first guest today. Oh, you absolutely will, because uh, the Center for the Arts is already a favorite. And Carrie Hagee, the executive director, has been doing fabulous work. Um, But we get to add a new component and that is an education coordinator. So not only do we have Katie, uh, Carrie on board, we have Sarah Rydecki. We already know Sarah through some of the cool work she did with those blocks. And they've been doing education, but now the Center for the Arts has really put their money behind their mouth. So welcome, ladies. We're so excited to have you. Um, Carrie, why don't we start with you? Because again, you've always offered education, an education component to Center for the Arts, but now it's a a little bit more dedicated. So why don't you tell us how you got here? Sure. We have uh, the Arts Center has always offered education programming. And actually a nice, interesting fact is that Sarah was involved in another um, booming part of the education programming at the Arts Center like 20 years ago. But as everything, maybe not that long, I don't know. I just Maybe about. So I, uh, everything ebbs and flows and we have a lot going on at the center. We love our education programs and there's a lot that we've wanted to do and grow. And this past year, um, we were lucky enough to work with Sarah on a specific grant project that we received from the Michigan Arts and Culture Council, which um, had actually been something that Sarah and I, while she was still teaching, had said, let's work together when when you're retired. And so um, that almost happened automatically. Um, and we just kept thinking of more things. Sarah Sarah really uh, embraces and loves the mission of the center. And so we're very lucky to have her in this position. I was able to approach the board in part because of funding that we were lucky to receive from the South Haven Rotary Club. And um, ask for their support to create an education position, a part-time education coordinator, which I think is really essential in this moment for us to be able to grow. So we're really excited for that growing into going into 2023. It's going to be allow, allow us to look at some things we've had on our to-do list for a long time um, and start to prioritize them. So some of those things, 
are always having educational programming at the center during exhibitions, even if it's um, passive programming, so that people can come here all the time and create and make things. And Sarah could tell a little more about this too, but that's just one example of something that with this new position, we're going to be able to um, focus on. So I just want to say it's it's really exciting because it allows us to um, start to put some more focus and also more ideas and energy and passion for the mission from Sarah behind um, these education programs that we have at the center. Well, I'm going to jump in real fast because you did mention your mission. And of course, I'm not going to do the whole thing, but your mission is to enrich our community through the arts. And again, you can it can be passive. I mean, that's fantastic. You have great shows. But to actually work in the arts and and experience some of those. And then the second part I want to applaud you on is putting some money behind it. You know, all nonprofits, they always have a wonderful to-do list, but they don't always have the money or they don't have the wherewithal to actually fund it. So um, bravo on that. Um, It's hard to find that money and it's, it's, it's hard to find the right person as well. So it looks like Sarah's got a lot of good experience with you anyways. So um, can we can we talk a little bit about what you do have planned? What is on your to-do list or your wish list that you're hoping to accomplish? Yeah, well, I, I'll start with that and then I'll throw it to Sarah. One thing that you just said, um, you know, one thing that we really like to do at the Art Center is work with artists and provide them with opportunities. And some of those are the exhibitions, the public art projects, the art fair opportunities for artists to uh, work and have income. But teaching programming, doing education and teacher teaching artists is a really a big part of that and something that we can build through this. So Sarah is going to be directly implementing some of the programming and uh, working with students, um, children, adults, doing outreach programming herself. And she's also going to be working with artists to um, implement their workshops and programming and other classes. So um, I'll let Sarah tell a little bit about what she's she's most excited about that we're going to be doing in the next year. Sounds great. Yeah. Well, um, a little bit about where we've been so far. Um, we're always into, of course, connecting with community events that are going on. So um, we have very successful participation with our New Year's Eve event um, and um, pulling people in, um, making art in addition to celebrating the new year. Um, we are we look forward to being involved with Icebreaker again, and we'll just continue to um you know, chime in and and offer activities for families during those events. Um, I'm super excited about working with uh, art teachers this year as we prepare for the um, middle school, high school, elementary shows. Um, Carrie mentioned my experience at the Art Center before this. Yes, it was 20 years ago, I (laughs) believe. Um, But I continued my involvement uh, with the art teachers um, or as an art teacher um, through those school shows. So I'm very excited to work with um, our schools again and offer um, art making activities while those exhibits are up um, so that people can come in and not only look at art, but um, play with art as well. 
Um, I think that there are two com um, components to what we what we hope to do, and that is um, offer that kind of fun and playfulness that comes with art making. That is enrichment. I just listened to a great TED Radio Hour that had to do with fun, and the components are playfulness, connectedness, and flow. Um, getting yourself in the zone, and we know we can do that with art. So I look forward to creating um, opportunities for people to connect with one another while having um, some playful art experiences and, and um, feeling that flow anytime they walk in the door. We have Valentine's Day coming up, so we'll have an ongoing card making station this year that I um, look forward to um, having those kinds of walk in and create art experiences. Um, create and Connect will have a new life this year. Uh, we're still working on that. Um, Carrie and I are big dreamers and we have ideas constantly popping into our heads. So it is a matter of um, kind of getting to the essence of what we want to do and um, preparing everything so that we can share it. Carrie, I don't know, did I miss anything? <laughs> No, I, th I think that's really great. And I just do want to add to that uh, we are going to add more adult programming and uh, children's programming and these family drop-ins. And what we really do, uh, we can't offer anything all at once. Our education programs will be growing over the next couple of years. But we really want to take feedback from the community and learn what people are excited about and interested in learning and taking. Last year, we had feedback that people wanted to learn about printmaking, and we were able to offer some really great printmaking programming with um, funding from the South Haven Community Foundation. So we'll, we're going to be working on surveys. We're going to be working on outreach to find out what classes you want and what classes you're going to take and would be looking for. But we would love for you to reach out to us and let us know at info at southhavenarts.org. Uh, let us know what you want to learn. Can well, you know, I, I'm going to just jump in here. I'm always surprised, pleasantly surprised to see you at community events. I mean, I, I turn around and there's Center for the Arts again, and I love it because that does take time and effort. And I'm sure that now with some of these new opportunities coming, you'll be able to get some feedback right from people's mouths um, as well as a survey. And the other thing you always taught me, Carrie, was we've got to pay our artists. We've got to pay these folks and you got to pay them fair. And I have taken up that mantle more than once. But uh, this is so very exciting. So you'll be open to some adult things. Obviously, I'm an adult, uh, but. I would always love to have taken some art. I never made it to the the art table when I was little. <laughs> I wasn't fast enough, but uh, I would be looking forward to this. Teresa. No, I would just love, love, I love the idea that we're not trying to starve our artists anymore. <clears throat> not that you ever were here, but that term is hilarious to me. Um, and I don't have an artistic real, well, let me not say that. I don't do your traditional art. I'll just leave it there. So this is though, something I could participate in and possibly learn uh, a few things um, and be helped with. Is that correct? It doesn't have to be a person who's already, you know, uh, gifted in the art department. No, no, not at all. I mean, we're looking to, we are looking to provide high quality programming for our artists who want that, but we also want 
everybody in the community to be able to take, um, to be able to participate in our programming. And I think that was part of what Sarah was saying, being able to come and create and uh, connect to other people and enjoy. It doesn't have to be about skill. It can be about the process of making art. Yeah. Well, I think, I know I learned that with Sarah when I was making my block because I can't draw my way out of a box, but um, we're coming up to the end of our segment. So we really do want to tell people where you are, how we can get a hold of you. Talk about your website. Talk about Facebook. Okay. Southhavenarts.org is our website. Email info at southhavenarts.org. Phone number 269-637-1041. We're at the corner of um, Broadway and Phoenix. Our galleries are closed for the winter, but we are here. Just come knock, talk to us. Uh, we'd welcome you in. We'd love to hear from you. So we are in the Carnegie Library Building, 600 Phoenix Street. Visit us all year long. Well, I, I'm so excited about this, and I really do applaud you. And Sarah, I already know your skill set from the little bit that I got to experience. So I think this is going to be a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us on. Thank, Thank you. you both. You bet. Reach out with ideas and comments. Email the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. No spaces. All together, The Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. We'll be right back. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers, a division of Sturgis Bank, believes in community. That's why they're proud to sponsor the new Breakfast Club, Friday mornings at 830 on Cozy FM. At the South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference. People that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, downtown South Haven, works to get you out of pain, back to doing the things you love, and avoid invasive procedures. Dr. Vassar believes that working together with you to achieve your goals is one of the most fulfilling experiences. For a different chiropractic experience, learn more and make an appointment at VassarChiropractic.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy FM. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, 330 Kalamazoo, downtown South Haven. This is The Breakfast Club on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good. The Breakfast Club on Cozy is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. And now back to The Breakfast Club on Cozy. Thank you for listening to our show on Cozy FM every Friday morning at 8.30, streaming and podcast at WCSY.com. Just click where you see shows and The Breakfast Club. I'm Paul Ann Decker with Rosalie Placati and Teresa Getman, all set for part two of today's Breakfast Club. Teresa? Well, Paul, Rosalie. Well. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Who loves good food. Notice I didn't say food, but I said good food more than me, uh, more than I. And um, or my husband would probably correct me and say me. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we have Trevor Brooks, the owner of, get this name, Kitchen Tribes. How do you not love him already? Kitchen Tribes and Patsy's Park, formerly known as the Dairy Queen. So Trevor, two names because... And welcome, first of all, but 
<laughs> let's get into it because this is good. Yeah, two names ultimately because I have plans, uh, two different plans for this property actually. Um, over the course of 2023, the old Dairy Queen property is going to be converted into two exciting, exciting adventures, Kitchen Tribes, which is already well underway. Uh, that is the existing kitchen and lobby. But then we're also going to convert the what's called the parking lot, but it's really uh, essentially an empty lot uh, masquerading as a, a parking lot. It doesn't really function very well in the summer. But anyway, I'm going to convert that into a an outdoor food park. Uh, it's going to offer a, a whole variety of different street-type foods uh, through uh, what we're calling micro-kitchens. Um, and uh, so, yeah, there's two different names for that one. So how does that work? Is it you bringing all the people in or are you allowing other people the opportunity to start like a, a mini restaurant or a, a street park? How's that, how does that look and work? Well, that's a long story. Um, the The original plan was to be um, essentially a food truck park uh, and a commissary kitchen. And um, the idea was to, you know, bring in uh, external vendors uh, and identify locals that had uh, interest in running their own little kitchens and all that kind of stuff. Um, that project uh, got caught up in politics. And uh, so, un unfortunately, uh, I had to uh, pivot to make this particular season because I want to make sure that I'm open for uh, the summer of 2023. Um, so at the moment, I'm going to, um, all of the uh, micro kitchens will be owned and operated by uh, me and my team. The best, the, the best entrepreneurs are excellent pivoters. And I'm, <laughs> I love how you pivot. And I just appreciate that you're not scared of competition because your stuff holds up on its own and you're giving other people an opportunity to dabble and just put a foot into their dream. I love you. I'm just saying, I love what you do. I love your food and I uh, love the opportunities you're offering our community. Now, Rosalie, I know you want to jump in. <laughs> I do, I do, because I was there New Year's Eve and I, of course, I follow our, our local endeavors and oh. um, the food truck and the food truck ordinance has been a bit of a, a roller coaster. I'm sure you could probably think of something else, Trevor, but um so Walt and I just walked in and I, I didn't know really what to expect. I knew you had the, you know, where you could order it and it gets delivered or whatever. How, and I want to talk about that, but I walked in and I was confronted with these menus and they were amazing. They were different. Um, you know, I'm, a, I'm an old dairy queen, dairy queener. That's not a word, but I know what to expect in a dairy queen and, you know, and it's always good, but, um, I had Chinese food to, to, to choose from. And of course, burgers, which I got, which was delicious. Um, oh, but it was, it was a variety and they were different. It wasn't just one menu that might offer one or two things that are a little different. They were all different. So I was, I was so surprised and excited. Trevor, explain what people see when they do walk in right now, because I'm not sure everybody knows. Yeah, so so the idea, um, probably about two, two maybe three years ago, just just around uh, you know when when um, the pandemic started, the whole idea of the restaurant business 
got kind of put upside down, right? So there was a lot of smart people came along and said, you know what? We're going to separate the restaurant from the kitchen. So there are a lot of people that have great menus and all these kinds of things. And they said, look, um, you know, we lost our kitchen for whatever reason, but we got these great menus. We, you know, we, we want you uh, to be a part of it. And if you got a kitchen, you can essentially produce and sell our product. And the Dairy Queen um, property, the building itself is an abnormally large kitchen for, you know, for a Dairy Queen. It's, it's way bigger than it, than it needs to be. Um, so the idea was, is, was to, to kind of, um, grasp this whole concept of ghost kitchens. Now, essentially what we are is we are a kitchen that produces food for these virtual restaurants. For example, Mr. Beast, who is, uh, if you guys don't know, Mr. Beast is the number one video, um, content creator in the world. He has over a billion views every month of his videos, um, and he said, hey, I got some ideas for a great menu of burgers. Um, so we produce the burgers and you buy the burgers through him and we produce them for him. And we get we can either deliver through DoorDash or you can come to the lobby um, and order as well. And then we part, we've been partnering with um, uh, these types of virtual restaurants ever since. So we've added Wow Wow, which is uh, an Asian street food cuisine out of the Bay. They're based in Chicago. Uh, we've added uh, Pardon My Cheesesteak, which is uh, uh, based on a, uh, a famous, um, popular uh, sports broad- broadcast. And uh, a couple of the other ones we're doing ourselves, like the strips and wings. And we've got some more that we're going to be adding. We're probably going to add two or three more before the end of the end of the spring. Well, like I said, when I walked in, I'm like, what? I, I, I you know, of course, I had to have a burger at a taste for a burger, but um it have if I had more time or <laughs> really thought about it, I could have stood there for 15 minutes uh, trying yeah. to figure out what I wanted. And, and pardon me for saying Chinese food, Asian food. Um, you know, the, the shows that we're doing right now is taking a look at what's worked in the past and making it better or pivoting, which is one of Teresa's uh, favorite words. Yeah. And, and you, Talk about pivoting. What existed and literally did a 360. Um, So what else then, you know, coming up for this season? It's all about the season for you folks, obviously. But you you are open year round, right? Yep, we're open. That's, you know, we've had a couple, we had a couple of challenges, right? Um, For example, this property, nobody knows that uh, it's never been open in the winter as far back as anybody can remember. So, you know, that was a challenge. The fact that uh, Dairy Queen uh, didn't like my vision of anything I was doing, so they pulled, uh, you know, pulled the plug on the domain on their name. Um, so we had a bunch of challenges, and like I said, uh, you know, I'm not one for, uh, you know, bowing down to uh, t- challenges of fear. So I, I pivoted into this ghost kitchen, um, and uh, it's been going extremely well. And it's it's kind of fun. To your point, Rosalie, it's you know, uh, we we have it, we find it amusing and uh, and kind of uh, fun to watch. There's a lot of people come in and say. I want to order one from every, from every menu. Yeah. You know, you know what? Not, if my husband was up for that, I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen people come in. It's like, I'd like to order a cheesecake and a cheesesteak and some pot stickers and uh, some French fries uh, and some ice cream. I was like, okay, that's an interesting uh, palette, but. And that's how, oh, go oh. ahead. Teresa. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's how I order. And that's my life. But I just got to say one word genius. <laughs> I, I literally, I mean, you're you're moving us where we're going. You're just like one of the first, and people just need to jump on board or get run over. I think. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you had this is just like I said, uh, 
wonderful, but is it possible? I thought I heard that they could still get some of your Dairy Queen. If you were just a fan of Dairy Queen, there's some things you can still get or no. Well, so the thing about Dairy Queen is um, it's ice cream, right? They don't have any proprietary rights to ice cream. So if you want a, you know, a, a, an Oreo blizzard, the only thing they have a right to is that name blizzard. So you can come into, uh, into our store and we're actually going to call them Brooks ice cream treats. Uh, you can come in and get an Oreo blender, <laughs> right? So it's kind of silly. It's kind of silly, but that's the way it is. The other thing you're not going to get from us is, you know, that swirl at the top of your cone. Not allowed to do that. They actually got a copyright on that. Wow, they own the swirl. They own the swirl. <laughs> oh, yeah. So they own the swirl and they own a couple of names, but that's about it. I mean, we make every single, everything. We make the same menu. It's just uh, different names. That's all. Well, uh, you must have a versatile, you must have a really versatile staff, for one thing, if you want to do a shout out to your staff. Yeah, that, yeah, that is, that is the interesting as we, um, you know, especially my general manager, uh, when I, I don't, I'm not a restaurateur. I don't know anything about the restaurant business. Um, you know, I bought this, I bought this property because uh, I love South Haven and um, the the previous owners were going to shut it down and board it up. And oh. I was like, wow, that's, I can't, I can't let that happen. So I, I, I dived into the pool and I couldn't swim. So I went <laughs> and snuck, I went and snuck uh, into Niles and stole the general manager from the, the store there, but he's been in Dairy Queen business for 15 years. So when I started telling him, okay, now we're going to sell Asian food and now we're going to sell, you know, uh, 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 these specialty type of burgers. And, and the next one, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll let it slip. The next um, menu is going to be Greek food. Oh, yes. Um, yes. He, I uh, guess. <laughs> yeah. He he, he's like, uh, what? You know, so he's been, uh, he's been really great though, you know, pivoting with me and, and stuff. And, and everybody's just, everybody's having fun. I mean, it's not just, it's not just the customer, uh, you know, the people that we love coming in, but it's, uh, you know, staff's having fun too. So. Well, we're coming up to the end of our segment here. So Trevor, you know, tell, you know, give us one last line, tell us how to get a hold of you or how to find you, what your hours are, whatever you want to tell us. Sure. Um, probably the easiest way to do that is on Facebook. If, so if you go to uh, facebook.com slash kitchen tribes, uh, you can follow us, what we're doing, all the crazy stuff we're coming up with. Uh, you can follow it on there. And then uh, ultimately the, the whole park initiative, I will uh, get, a, I'll, I'll start posting a little bit more info, info on that. You you want to talk about some exciting new things coming to South Haven. Uh, that's going to really blow a lot of people's minds. So, <laughs> Good. I love it. Yeah. And you're, you know, for those of you that are just, I don't know, not been anywhere. Um, you're basically on the corner, right? Of Phoenix and Broadway. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, yeah. The, are you open every day? We're open every day. We're open from 11 to 8, uh, Sunday to Thursday, and then Friday and Saturday, we're open 11 to 9. And you use DoorDash and all that good stuff, right? Yep. You can order from us from DoorDash or you can come into the lobby, whatever works. Nice. All right. Well, thank you, Trevor. We're so excited. You know, I know Teresa. Teresa and I try to check things out ourselves, so we'll be there. <laughs> good luck All to right. you. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. We love it when you share ideas and comments. Email the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. One long word, no spaces, the Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. Find podcasts of the shows there as well. And for more inspiration from Teresa R. Getman, visit EnterprisesLLC.com. Have a great day. 
You've been listening to The Breakfast Club, highlighting what's good every Friday morning at 8.30 as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant ways to experience hope. The Breakfast Club on Cozy is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com Join us again next Friday at 8.30 for The Breakfast Club on Super Hits 103.7 Cozy FM Find a podcast of today's show at WCSY.com The South Haven Bangor and St. Joseph Banking Centers, a division of Sturgis Bank, believes in community. That's why they're proud to sponsor the new Breakfast Club Friday mornings at 8.30 on Cozy FM At the South Haven Bangor St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference people that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, or St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. At Whiteford Wealth Management, they have the pleasure of serving clients in nearly half of the country from their beloved South Haven. Rest assured, with Whiteford Wealth Management, you will always get simple, candid advice based on the wealth of knowledge and experience in tax, legal, and investments. Clients trust Whiteford Wealth Management with their life savings, and they earn that trust by recommending products that they use themselves. Whiteford Wealth Management. Let them help you build wealth. WhitefordWealth.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy. The Breakfast Club on WCSY-FM South Haven is paid for by Enterprises, LLC.